16 year old. Oh. 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 I got coach calling. This is the Creative Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lopez. This podcast is designed to help influence the influencers like you, the coach. I hope you enjoy listening to the stories and journeys of some amazing people. Here we go. Today's guest is Kevin Sutton. Coach Sutton is the director of strategies for Kansas State University. We talked to him today about the phenomenal run in the NCAA tournament that they had this year. We talk about his experience with Coach Tang and the spirit of a team. I hope you enjoy this podcast and you look to get better every day. Welcome to the podcast, Coach. Oh, Mike, thanks so much. It's been a, been a while since we've, we've done, a, done a podcast, but I'm really honored to, to be your guest today. Kevin, I, I just uh, appreciate you for who you are, first of all. First of all and uh, you've been a great mentor in my life, and I know you've done the same for a lot of living trophies and uh just to have you in our lives has been special to see the run that you had there with Kansas State yourself coach Tang and the crew uh just was phenomenal and so that's kind of like what I want to talk about today too and just kind of go over that now what was that experience like to, to make a run like that because it's almost like y'all came out of nowhere however I'll be first to say it we talked early and I said man you guys look formidable you guys yeah. look like a like you got it. You got all the right pieces, and y'all did. So, what, what was that experience like, Coach? Yeah, Mike. Before I, I, I answer the question, um, I like to go back and and say thank you for allowing me, you know, to to, to serve as a mentor you know, in in your life. Um, you were instrumental uh, during the pandemic when we started the uh, the Living Trophies Master Zoom class, and it was very very successful. And we did a lot of great things there, and a lot of mentoring went on. And uh, so I want to thank you for allowing me to to, to, to be a be a mentor to you, uh, because that's what it what being a mentor is all about is the, the person allowing you know uh, their lives to be impacted. And and like you said, living trophies is a, is a term that I use all the time. Those are the people that uh, I've had the opportunity to, to impact their lives. So thank you uh, first and foremost, you know, uh, for allowing me to be a, a mentor to you. No man, it's all okay. it, yeah, it's mutual, it's reciprocal, it's great. But to answer your question, yeah, we uh, we here at uh, Kansas State University, um, as an athletic department, we've had a heck of a year. Um, our athletic director, Gene Taylor, is the athletic director of the year, well-deserved. Um, our football team is under the, the leadership of Coach Klein and, you know, won the, won the Big 12 regular season and then went on to a major bowl. Um, and then obviously in, in, in men's and women's basketball, our women's basketball team under Coach Mitty, you know, went to the Sweet 16 of the NIT, um, obviously under our leadership under, um, you know, Coach Jerome Tang in men's basketball. We had a formidable run, you know, to the Elite Eight. Uh, lost to a really good Florida Atlantic team. Uh, but, yeah, what a year um, it has been uh, and what a run we've been on. And a lot of great things uh, you know, came our way, and, and our our hashtag is crazy faith, and that's what we had all year long. We had crazy faith in what we were doing, and, and we believed in each other. Uh, we believed that what we were doing on a daily basis was laying the foundation to uh, 
uh, going to build a successful program. And then, you know, our guys, you know, I, I, a lot of credit goes to the players. They, yeah. they, they bought in to our culture, you know, of joy, love, and freedom. And they were responsible enough to handle all of those things. And then, you know, sometimes you, you, you have to, to be lucky. Uh, but we, what, what we call it is, uh, you know, the, the favor of God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, we were fortunate enough to have uh, Marquise Noel become an, an All-American and play like an All-American all year long. Uh, and then we also had uh, Keontae Johnson uh, come and become an All-American after going through what he went through. And absolutely no one knew that he would ever be able to uh, play at the level he played at having shut out those last two years or play ever again quite frankly it seemed quite that, frankly yeah. yeah at the moment when we all saw that because it was a national uh situation where everybody saw it and just kind of floored everyone because hank gathers comes to mind uh situations mm-hmm. like that and so you think automatically wow i hope this young man survives first of all then you know basketball is almost secondary but to see his uh regeneration if you will and uh, restoration overall is fantastic. Now, Coach, you talked about crazy faith. You talk about the culture that you guys build. Coach Tang, uh, you know, since I've known him, even there at, at Baylor, I mean, just, you know, steady as it goes and just doesn't veer off the course, stays uh, resolved in, in every, you know, kind of situation where it looks like maybe not so good, so great. Taking that culture, Coach, uh, to the, you think the whole coaching staff, yourself included, I would say mainly, uh, how would you see, I guess, a, the next step when you when you get the opportunity to take the reins and be the CEO of your team? What, what would that look like for you, that culture, and making that transition? Well, for, for, for me, you know, it's, just, it's, about, it's about consistency. The one thing that I would say over and over again um, is that, when your words and your actions line up and you do this on a consistent basis, um, it's a lot easier for people to, to uh, believe in you and then start to buy in you. Um, my success uh, at building, you know, uh, three basketball, successful high school basketball pro- uh, programs, Montrose Christian, uh, Bishop McNamara, and then uh, most recently, uh, Montford Academy. It's, you know, my success came from the fact that I was uh, – self-aware. I knew who I was and I knew uh, what my negotiables and my non-negotiables, um, you know, are. And, and through that self-awareness, it's really easy to start to attract, you know, uh, people to the things that you believe in and, and they want to become a part of that. And so the success that we've had here at you know, Kansas State, if you go back to uh, Coach Tang's um, press conference when he got hired, all, what you see in the press conference is what has transpired, transpired this whole year. You see consistency between an alignment between his words and his actions, and uh, you see a high level of emotional intelligence. Um, and I think all of that came through um, being an assistant coach for 19 years uh, and building the, and help building the, the Baylor program. But in those 19 years, you saw a person who was continue to, to evolve, continue to grow, to continue to, uh, to sharpen his sword, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what's most important uh, for people to recognize is that, you know, he's a, uh, 
19 years, um, it took him to become a one-hit wonder. <laughs> so, and uh, but he's he's going to be here to stay. Uh, and and that's how I see myself. You know, very very similarly, I see myself as being a, a successful you know, head coach, you know, one day that, that builds a program, much like I built a program, like I said, at, at the highest end of high school basketball, the consistency of words and action and alignment, you know, a commitment to the, the, uh, a holistic approach to develop, you know, developing them, the, the student athletes, spiritually developing them, academically developing them athletically, and uh, more importantly, developing them as, as men. Yeah, no, that's really important. I mean, you talk about, Coach Tang, the 19 years for uh, overnight success. And that's uh, something that most people didn't see that grind. Most people didn't see the kind of, I mean, I'm sure he passed up opportunities. And so until he found the right fit, and that's why that success came so soon, because it was the right fit. It, it Building the right staff, uh, surrounding himself with the right players, because he knew what he'd bring to the table. He knew what the staff would bring to the table. And when you can do that, it's a recipe for success. So in, in, in your case, we were talking about your programming one day, uh, you building yours. Yeah, the same rule will apply. And it seems like you'll just put your thumbprints, fingerprints on it. It's a little bit different. It'll be Kevin Sutton's uh, the CEO uh, ran program. However, it'll have that. Because when you look at the programs you were a part of, Coach, can you see the similarities or mm-hmm. the commonalities that have led you to where you're at today? Yeah, absolutely. It's called alignment. Um, and once you spend time with yourself and use your emotional intelligence, then and you become self-aware and self-actualized, then you don't make emotional decisions. You make uh, uh, intentional decisions. Mm. And um, so, but it's about alignment. It's about, you know, uh, hitching your wagon to people that uh, have similar values, to hitching your wagon to people who have simple, uh, the same moral or similar moral compass and the same objective, you know, um, what do you do, you know, as a coach, educator, and a leader? So I, I have always aligned myself with, you know, you know, good people, and I've always had the recruiting model of, you know, taking higher character, lesser talented young men um, over you know, more talented and less, and, and, and more talented players who had, uh, you know, lesser character. So that's always my recipe. You know, there's total alignment to, to align myself with people that, uh, that I believe in awesome. and then I buy into. Yeah. And I think that that's what, that's, that's what will happen when, you know, my opportunity comes for me to become a head coach. You know, people will, will gravitate to me because they know what I stand for and they know what I believe in. And they know what my, my values are, and they know what my moral compass is. And then I'll start to attract the student athletes that, that want um, the opportunity to play for me. Um, and, and, and it'll be a very, very successful program. Awesome. Yeah, no, there's, uh, there's a lot to be said how you administer all kinds of uh, variables in your, in your program, meaning there's discipline, there's, you know, like you're talking about alignment and emotional intelligence, the EQ is super important. I was on a Zoom call last night, and that was kind of one of the, the main components of how do we do better for these student athletes? How do we do better for coaches? How do we do better for athletic administrators? And that emotional intelligence really has to come shining through uh, mm-hmm. because that's going to be, you know, for years to come now. 
we see how important it is, the mental health and the yes. self-awareness to be able to read a room, to read a locker room. And, and that's kind of where my next question heads to, Coach, because we saw the locker room dances and the vibe that we had going on there <laughs> at Kansas State. Good stuff, man. I mean, stuff that became, you know, an instant uh, classic to see those type of things. Now, your locker room, Coach, what's that going to look like? Because we, we, you were there in that locker room. What was that yeah. whole vibe like, and how did it come about? Was it organic? Was it something that just kind of, you know, haps, happenstance? Like, hey, let's try this. What, what was that like? No, it was, it was definitely um, all organic. Um, you know, it, it really came about, you know, our, our vibe as a team, you know, starting with, you know, Coach Tang. We, 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 music has played a lot. You know, and, and all type of genres uh, of music is, is, you know, played a lot throughout our practices, throughout our office, you know, throughout our locker room in preparation, you know, for practice, preparation for the games. You know, so music has played a lot. And then um, what we try to do is uh, allow our players to, to pick the music and, and, you know, whatever, whatever you know, <laughs> Mike, whatever gets them ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, and then, you know, we, we kind of, you know, had to narrow it, you know, back and pull it back in some, in some ways because some of the music was, uh, you know, it had nice beats, but we had some, uh, some, some lyrics that, that, <laughs> that were not, not in line with what our value were, the values were. And so it, it definitely came about organic, you know, and so we're, you know, Coach Tang is, uh, you know, uh, is a, a, a minister's background, you know, so, and, and, so having a you know praise and worship team is you know was was a part of, of his you know background yeah. you know so it came about organic and, and uh, you know uh, you know uh, Quan uh, Tomlin you know Naquan Tomlin yeah. was the ringleader you know with the clap you know because he was the first one to start to, to start to clap with the group and then it just caught on it caught you know caught fire caught uh, you know uh, went out on social media and then and went viral as they say uh, so but to answer your question about what is my locker room going to be like? You know, my locker room is going to, you know, represent us. You know, it's going to represent uh, the, the, the love that we have for uh, one another. You know, the, the competitive spirit that, that, that we have. You know, um, I, I will start off with it, you know, trying to, to get an understanding of, you know, what they're all about. Because you know, some guys like to have, you know, certain music and have it played throughout the locker room. Some guys like to have their own music inside their, their headphones. So, again, I'm just going to do whatever is going to help our team, you know, be successful. Um, you know, and, and it's going to be very organized. And, uh, you know, this is just going to prepare us. It's just really going to prepare us. It's going to be a vibe that, you know, you, you want to go out there and play for each other. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a whole lot of love. You know, it's going to be, you know, our spirit, you know, more than anything else, uh, Mike, is going to be represented, you know, uh, on our team. And, and I can't rep- and I can't express that enough. And, you know, and our spirit is, you know, something that's going to continue to resonate. Yeah, because not to get too deep with it, but I'll go there because I like to. That spirit person is probably more real than the actual flesh and bone and because that's what drives us. And mm-hmm. without that, I mean, the body is just flesh and bones. And so you talk about the spirit of the team. I mean, that's transferable uh, to the court, to the classroom, to the locker room, to their personal lives. I mean, so they can be who they are 24 hours a day and not feel like they have to f- be flipping switches all the time. Like, yeah, on the court, you want to flip a switch when it's game time and it's clutch time. And then, for sure. But not to be flipping switches where you forget to turn the switch on, be the person you're at 
you're supposed to be every time you're where you're at. So I think that's what you're talking about. And I like that coach because uh, it's important. It's really important for these young people to understand who they are, their identity moving forward, because it could change because of accolades, because of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. professions, because of people, you know, giving them the attention they so deservedly, you know, get. Uh, so coach, I want to ask you now, what's the importance, you know, for the staff to truly connect because does the staff connecting in turn cause a team connection? Yes, it does. I mean, the, the synergy that's, that is uh, between the staff uh, permeates down to the players, you know, it's much like uh, parents, you know, if, if, if a child can sense that the, the parents are, not on the same parental page, mm-hmm. then they'll play one parent off the other. Yeah. But if the child senses that there's the parents are on a united front, um, then they'll quickly realize that I, hey, I can't uh, pull the wool over my dad's eyes. You know, my mom's. You know, my mom's. She's aware of what's going on. For sure. You know, so there's so so synergy is really important. But one thing I want to jump back to, to to Mike when I say spirit. You know, and this is what it means to, to me. My value, I think that, that most successful people have three statements. They have a mission statement, a vision statement, and a value statement. Mm-hmm. And for me, my my value statement is going to be, you know, is rooted in, in, in the, the word spirit or the acronym spirit, mm-hmm. you know, which uh, you, when you look at the word spirit, the, the letter S stands for servant leadership. My program is always going to be about servant leadership. My job as, a, as an educator coach and a leader is to, to serve the people that are going to work with me, not people that, that work for me. So le- serving leadership is going to be really important. Uh, professionalism. Um, my, again, that's the, uh, the second most important thing is for me to teach these young men how to be professionals, not how to be pros. Because when you're a pro, you have a job. And when you're a professional, you have a career. Um, integrity is going to be vitally important. And that's going to be display, on display on a daily basis. Uh, responsibility. I mean, that goes back to the point that you just made, you know, um, being responsible. Uh, it's almost like the handshake deal when God blesses you in, in a mighty way. It's part of your responsibility to uh, to share that, that that blessing with others. Yeah. You know, and then keep things in a proper perspective and be continue to be humble. Because we know that in God's word, you know, he who humbles himself shall be exalted and he who exalts himself shall be humble. Yeah. So there's a sense of responsibility that comes with the talent that, you've been, that, they, that they have been blessed with. And then the, the letter I is going to stand for impactors. We want to impact lives. We want to impact lives on, in, in, in the community. We're going to impact lives in, the, in, in our community at the, at the university where I become a head coach. And then we're they're going to impact lives in the community outside of the, the university. And then we're going to impact lives, you know, uh, within our within our team. You know, I want our guys to be leaders. I want our guys to be impactors. And then last worthy, the last the last letter is the letter T, and that stands for trustworthiness. I have to be able to trust you. I have to be able to uh, have you uh, around my family. Um, so trustworthiness is, is, a, is, an, is, is a value that I need to have from my staff and from my players. So that's why when I say spirit, um, that's what I mean by, you know, the, the spirit of our team. That's fantastic, Coach, because you kind of helped me to lead into my next question because that's uh, that acronym – is definitely something that can, again, translate. It translates into all areas of life. Uh, who doesn't want to work mm-hmm. with somebody who's trustworthy? Who doesn't want to work with somebody who's impactful, responsible, has integrity, who's a professional? You know, consummate pro, as they say. 
because that yeah, you're right. There's a difference between being a pro and being a professional and then a mm-hmm. servant leader. And there's no way to lead but from the front. You, 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 you become the person that leads when you become the person that serves. And to be, under, to be having authority, you have to be under authority first. You have to know what that's like. So, yeah, yeah that's great, Coach. Now, what level of professionalism and organization did it take to build the culture that y'all had this year? Um, it, it, I mean, it, it took for us to build the culture that we had. It took for everyone to put their hands on the proverbial rope and pull in the same direction. Mm-hmm. But we, we all, everyone on the staff had a relationship to Coach Tang um, in one way, shape, or form or another. And so we, we knew uh, what he was about and what his program was going to be about, and we all wanted to be a part of it. And uh, so the, developing the, the culture that we had of love, joy, and freedom, you know, it was just something that was just lived out on a daily basis. You know, it was talked about, you know, just like every, every the other successful program. You talk about your culture, you, you know, it's a buzzword. But you have to, in order for it to really sink in, in order, in order for people to really to, 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 to buy into it and to believe into it, you have to live it, you know, and you got to live it every day. And you got to fight for your culture every day. Yeah. And you have to do things and put things in place to help you build that culture every day. You know, and so it's just the consistency of your action between, again, your words and then your actions have to be in a consistent fashion. And it has to permeate from, you know, the top, you know, all the way throughout the building. And, uh, and, and, and that's what we had. And then that's what you have in every really successful you know, business or team. Uh, you have a culture and it's been established. It's been well-established. And then you select the right people to be a part of that culture. And they start taking pride in the culture. And then they start to, you know, recruit to that culture. And when you do that, then you have something that's really special. Cause then you have, you know, uh, ownership is not just, you know, uh, Given it's earned and then it's appreciated, yeah. So I think it's really important that that, that you fight for your culture on, on, on a damn basis. And some of the things that we did, we had you know family meals, you know, mm-hmm. over you know different uh, coaches' houses, you know, every weekend. And early on, it was you know getting in to know each other, just yeah. getting in and living life, you know, with with each other. You know, people seeing. Uh, Kevin Sutton, not just the the, 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 the director of basketball strategy, but also seeing Kevin Sutton as a dad, you know, um, you know, taking <laughs> taking instruction from his wife when the, you know when the team is over for for, for the family meal and yeah. you know dealing with the dogs and you know preparing the food and emptying the trash and then all these you know then the next day uh, you know coming back and then having him you know teach you how to you know do a, a, a inside out crossover move so. Yeah, no, that's important, Coach, what you're talking about right there, because it humanizes each other. To do life with each other like that, it humanizes one another because we see each other sometimes as a means to an end in, in, in programs. Yes. And definitely not that, because there are the, there's those times for uh, the, the transactional type of relationships, and then there's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the transformational ones that we want to key in on. Because, yeah, yes. the, there, there is a give and take. But at the end of the day, understanding that it's about making a difference in each other's lives both ways, the student athlete to the coach and the coach to the student mm-hmm. athlete. 
So it's really important, and I think you're 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 headed on that path when you say those things because that's where it leads. So, Coach, I want to ask you about your mm-hmm. time with Coach Tang. Now, what have you learned from him that maybe uh, you know somebody wouldn't guess? Like, what what have you learned from him that maybe that we would look at and say, "Well, that wow, that's that's surprising that he would learn that." Because Kevin, you know, seems to have a pretty good wherewithal about who he is. And here again, the self awareness. What have you learned from him? Um, just to be comfortable in who you are in your own in your own skin and being having the ability to laugh at yourself. Um, that is something that I def- desperately need to to do to have the ability to to laugh at myself um, at, at the appropriate times. Yeah. Um, and so I've learned that from you know Coach Tang um, from a basketball perspective. Um, you know, I, I learned a great deal. You know, he, he's really into the analytics, you know, in a lot of different ways, you know, and he uses analytics in a lot of ways in helping guiding his decision making, you know. So uh, that's definitely something from a, a, you know, tactical standpoint that I learned from, from him as a, as a, you know, a coach. But on a personal, you know, level standpoint is having that ability to, um, you know, laugh at yourself appropriately when it's, yeah. when it's necessary. Um, and, you know, and not to, you know, take yourself way too seriously. Now coach that, that idea of kind of here again, it, it, it intensifies your self-awareness. Mm-hmm. It, it lets you know that, Hey, I don't care how good I get at something. There's always kind of this realism and reality that steps in and say, yeah, I, I can be, just like you, and it shows the, the younger generation, hey, I can take it and I can dish it out, though. You know, let's have mm-hmm. fun with this. And because that's what they like. They really do like mm-hmm. that. That is something for them that they key in on. And that's what they gravitate towards, uh, knowing that for, for and that's going to be the same for generations to come. Now, Coach, uh, the level of expectation now moving forward, what's that going to be like for you? Because success doesn't come easy at all. We talk about fighting for culture. We talk about the, you know, kind of the daily alignment and grind and, and all that. What, what's the level of expectation now moving forward? Well, it's only going to increase, you know, uh, expectations uh, only increase. They don't decrease, especially when you had the level of success that, that we've had this past year. Um, we're not going to uh, surprise anyone. You know, last year we were voted, I think, last place in, in the Big 12. Mm. And then we finished in third place in the Big 12 with a chance to, to win the Big 12 regular season. So um, we're not sneaking up on anyone anymore. Um, right now, we're probably one of the hottest programs in the country, and certainly Coach Tang is one of the hottest coaches in the country. We had uh, Naismith National Coach of the Year. The power of March has given us a, another level of visibility from a social media standpoint. And then uh, it's raised and, and raised and heightened the level of awareness. So the expectation is only going to increase. So that this means that internally, we just got to fight even harder. Yeah. You know, to you know, uh, my high school coach, who is a Hall of Fame coach, uh, one of the most successful high school coaches in America ever, Stu Better, um, used to always tell us the hardest thing about success is maintaining that success. Yeah. So, you know, you got to fight for it every day. You got to fight for it in the weight room. You got to fight for it in the classroom. You got to fight for it on the court. You got to fight for it in, in the community. You know, um, you just got to fight for it, you know, and 
and using the word fight, and it's not about you know violence. It's just you know something that you have to work towards, and then, so you can substitute work at or work toward you know on a daily basis, and even more so because, like I said, the expectation is only increase; they don't decrease. No, very true. Uh, thank you for clarifying the fight part. Not that I got confused with what you said, but it can be misconstrued sometimes because mm-hmm. you know the fight that comes within somebody, the grit. Uh, the desire, the understanding of you have to find it somewhere uh, that it that's going to help you get across the finish line, whatever that looks like, first, second, third, tenth place, but finishing the race, uh, mm-hmm. you have to fight for those things because, yeah, nobody's going to give you anything. Things, mm-hmm. Life's not going to set you up. You got to do some mm-hmm. things, prepare yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. You talked about luck. Yeah, luck looks like luck when you've prepared. People, the onlookers will say, oh, that was luck. But, yeah, now preparation really leads to those kind of, uh, I guess, scenarios where people can say that. And that's great, Coach. Yeah. You know, that, that's very in, uh, intuitive for a program to be, you know, salted and seasoned with that. Now, success. The, what, what are you looking back? What do you kind of define true success as now? Um, me personally, Kevin Sutton, you know, uh, we all have our own definition of what success is, you know, but success for, for me is being consistently doing the right things the right way for the right reasons and, uh, and at the right time, you know, so, and it's just that model of consistency to say, do it the right way, you know, not wavering, not cutting any corners, not, you know, turning a square into a circle by cutting corners, you know, uh, not sacrificing your values, um, you know, like I said, uh, our values are going to be, my values are rooted in my spirit. Um, you know, and staying true to who you are, uh, your, your mission statement, and your, your value statement, and your vision statement. And so just all those things right there, and, uh, if you can do that on a daily basis, then you will be successful. You know, and, and, and I think if you can do that on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, okay, in a yearly basis, then you will be successful. Because winning is a byproduct of doing those things you know, on a consistent basis, you know, year in and year out, month in and month out, week, you know, week in and week out, and, uh, and just continue to stay who you are, true to who you are, and then, you know, then, then you will be successful, and then success will, that will lead to more people wanting to be a part of what you, what you stand for and what you believe in, and that will propel you to can have consistency of success. Awesome, Coach. Yeah, no, everybody loves a winner. And everybody wants to be associated with those who are having success. Why? Because they can claim them, first of all, and say, yeah, I'm with Mm -hmm. them. Or they can also take the different, uh, here again, variables of how you are administering your team, your culture, your uh, how you work with your players and seeing that success and saying, no, that's the model I want. I want to model myself after that. So there's all that. So good stuff, Coach. Now, my last question. Now, mm-hmm. when it's your time, Coach, when you're called upon to lead your own program soon, very soon, I know that, do you think you're better prepared now to do so and why? Uh, great great question. I, I think I'm better prepared uh, now because I've had the opportunity to uh, coach at all different levels. And then I've come to the realization that it really isn't about levels. And, when I, and this is what I mean. You know, I've been very fortunate in my coaching career. Coming up on year 37, I got on my coaching path right out of, you know, college, you know, at James Madison University. So 
So I've, I've coached at, um, in Atlantic 10, you know, at George Washington University in Rhode Island. I've coached in the Big East uh, at Georgetown. I've coached uh, in the Big 12 this past year at Kansas State, which is arguably, with this year, is, it was arguably the number one conference in, in, in all the college basketball. I coached at Pittsburgh, you know, and the ACC. So I've coached at, uh, you know, all levels of Florida Gulf Coast, you know, which is in the Atlantic Sun, and we had crazy success there two years ago with over 21 wins and going to postseason play. So I've coached at all levels. And I've come to the realization that it's not about the level. Mm. I've come to the realization that Kevin Sutton can lead a program at any one of those levels Um, because of who he is and what he stands for and what he believes in, the self-awareness that he has, the knowledge uh, that he's gained from every stop along the way. You know, I was just thinking the other day, I was like, uh, you know, looking back over my resume as I updated it. uh, And, and I, looked at my my coaching experiences and I would not change anything along the way because mm. every rung of that ladder called my resume has prepared me for the next rung of the ladder. Yeah. And again, I quote my high school coach too better. And he, uh, he used to always say that no job is too big and no job is too small. Yeah. Every job is important when you're, you're trying to be successful because everything prepares you. If you keep it in its proper perspective, everything will can uh, will prepare you. And I also quote my my grandmother. You know, God bless her soul. She would always say to me, um, "Leave a place better than you find it, son." Wow. And uh, and I and that has always resonated with me because she was during the during the week Monday through uh, Friday, she was the janitor of my middle school. And then um, on Sunday, she was the matriarch in our church, and um, and she wore a big hat. And uh, and <laughs> so she awesome. always said that to me, and, and I've always wanted to do that. So when my opportunity comes to, to be a head coach, I, I know that I'm fully prepared uh, and how to run a basketball program, how to lead a basketball program, uh, and then how to have great success on and off the court and how to impact the community. So I look at every opportunity that I've had in my, my coaching career as a stepping stone in preparation for that next opportunity. And being a Christian man that I am, I am uh, only going to be led by the Lord, you know, and so God's going to have me where he wants me to go. And that's what he's done to where I can have the most impact. Coach, again, man, spending time with you is like spending time with family and just, Absolutely. You know, being uh, caught up in these conversations can last forever. And uh, and I just appreciate who you are and what you've done. Like I said, the Living Trophies, Trophies Collective, I look forward to getting that back going and all that. Absolutely. Uh, again, <laughs> the run you had was phenomenal with that, with Kansas State, uh, Coach Tang. Uh, just a phenomenal thing to watch because I was paying attention from day one seeing just, you know, what's going on, what's happening, you know. And uh, just to see that whole thing transpire the way it did was phenomenal. So, Coach, here again, I thank you for your time, man, and, and I love you, and I appreciate you. Well, Mike, I, I appreciate you uh, more than you could ever know, uh, and I love you dearly, and I'm extremely happy for you and what you're doing and totally believe in you and uh, continue to, like I always tell you, you know, keep striving, keep serving, and keep sharing, man, because you do a remarkable job in, in all those facets of your life. And, uh, you know, I'm real proud of you.